Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Real juicy. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. Well, uh, we can add this to the negative effects of climate change. It's oh. keeping Coldplay from touring. What? That's not a joke. Coldplay has a new album out today. It's called Everyday Life. And singer Chris Martin says they have no plans to tour behind it until they can figure out a way to do it without hurting the environment. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, he says we're taking time over the next year or two to work out how we can tour that it can uh, not only be sustainable, but how can it be actively beneficial? Wow. Our next tour, Chris Martin goes on to say, uh, will be the best possible version of a tour like that environmentally. We would be disappointed if it's not carbon neutral. Mm. The hardest part is the flying side of things. Our dream is to have a show with no single-use plastic to have it largely solar-powered. We've done a lot of big tours at this point. How do we turn it around so it's not so much taking as it is giving. Well, there's a lot of opportunities there with sponsorships. You know, they could have the first thousand people to buy tickets. You get a mini tree that you can go plant at home. Great idea. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Former on that. promotions director here. Yes. <laughs> All right. Selena Gomez has confirmed her next album would be out January 10th. A just-released trailer video features excerpts from Instagram, live streams of Selena working on her new record, as well as snippets of two recently released songs, Lose You to Love Me and Look at Her Now. That will appear on the new album. Fans can now pre-order the new album from Selena Gomez on digital music services and retailers like Target, which will have a special version of the album with additional tracks. And new with the movies this weekend, of course, Frozen 2, Dina Menzel and Kristen Bell return as Elsa and Anna. In this one, Elsa hears voices magically calling to her so uh, she and her sister go on a dangerous quest to locate an enchanted forest that's locked behind a wall of ice Tom Hanks plays Fred Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood 21 Bridges stars Chadwick Boseman he's an NYPD detective who uncovers a conspiracy while trying to catch some cop killers but he only has until dawn to catch them before they're able to escape when the bridges sealing off uh, leading off the island of Manhattan reopen again and finally Dark Waters that's with Mark Ruffalo as an attorney who risks his career to go after DuPont for knowingly exposing a community to dangerous chemicals for decades. Mm. And Hathaway plays his wife in Dark Waters. Tim Robbins also stars in the film that's, of course, based on a true story. And for more entertainment news, you can download the MyTalk app or go to our website, mytalk1071.com. 
Greatest update ever. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Start your engines and may the best woman win. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Dawn and Rob. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Hope you have a fantastic weekend planned. Dawn, what you up to? What are you doing oh, this weekend, my friend? Yeah. Oh, I've got what? some great things. I'm going to a, um, a basketball game on Saturday Ooh. afternoon. You know, not uh, it's it's a middle school basketball game, but we really enjoy it. Um, MC I and I. That. And then we are going to see a comedy show. One of my favorite comedians is coming to Acme, Dana Gould. Uh, and oh, I don't know here. Dana Gould. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I got turned on to him through my boyfriend, MC, and I started listening to his podcast. He wrote for The Simpsons. Um, he He's done tons of different appearances. He's one of the uh, most brilliant comedians out there that people don't know and he's had a very long career he's just brilliant i I listen to all of his podcasts because i'm a completionist i gotta start from the beginning i can't like just jump in so in the last year i've listened to like mm, almost 400 episodes of his podcast oh my goodness i know i'm really into dana gould yeah he's super super funny so i'm just so thankful that acme brings in great comics like that they're just i love acme yeah Oh, that's great. Rob, any big plans this weekend? Well, I've been kind of burning the candle at both ends again this week, so uh, I'll, I'll probably He's do something <laughs> something like last week where, um, and it's great to not have any plans and just kind of go with the flow and be very spontaneous, but what I did last, it was last Friday, I treated myself to a really nice dinner, and I live in downtown St. Paul, and my apartment building is connected to the Skyway, yeah. so if the weather's terrible... It's crappy. I don't even have to, need to put on a coat. You know, oh, I can walk. Great. I, can, I can walk halfway across town. And I uh, last Friday I walked over to uh, Kincaid's, and I was in the mood for a nice uh, salmon fillet. And had oh, a, I love that place. Excellent dinner and service, and um, nice. Yeah, so I'll probably end up doing something like that. That's oh, very that's relaxing. That's that great. is glass of I love wine. It. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> don't even have to. Don't even have to step outside. Yes, mm. I will be. Uh, I'll be working all weekend. So if you all want to come see me, you know where I'll be. So yeah, that's 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 my plans. But uh, and eventually, <laughs> yeah, Sunday night maybe I'll take it easy and um, go get some chicken wings or something. That always relaxes me. So go to Serums and play some pull tabs again. You're welcome, Minnesota. Pool tab revenue up like a bazillion percent. So I'm couldn't be happier about that. They're fun. It's fun. I love playing it. It's good. You can win money. <laughs> I wanna. We won a hundred dollars a couple days ago. So, but then again, people always goes, "Oh, you're so lucky." Yeah, but keep in mind, <laughs> I don't talk about the times when I lose. So be very clear. I I don't talk about those times. But I do. We are a little lucky on on the tabs. We have a good strategy though. So come see me this weekend. Uh, come see me if you want. 7.08 is the time. I have to play this again for the 7 o'clock friends because <clears throat> I played it at 6. Um, this is a 911 call. This is my favorite favorite piece of audio of the day. This is a 911 call from a young lady in her 20s. And again, I said 911. 
Uh, I don't need to say anything more. Just take a listen to this. I'm supposed to have a trip to Union Station. The ride that was supposed to show up for me this morning did not. And I don't know how you guys work with services in terms of that, because I'm in a taxi right now, but it's not going to get me to the station on time for um, my train to board at 9.45. Okay, I'm sorry. So you're in a taxi cab, and you think you're going to be late for your train ride at Union Station? Yeah. And so what would you like an officer to do? Uh, do you guys offer emergency ride services? An emergency no. ride service. No, I don't know how you guys operate. Well, I can assure you we don't do that. My apologies. Okay, so you can okay. you can call a cab or get in the cab and, and, and go to your He's appointment. One. Okay, you. you're welcome. Okay. Bye. Just, just tell that cab to take you to, un, uh, to go past Union Station and go wherever you need to go. The more I listen to that, the more I love the restraint yet subtle bitchiness of the 911 operator. Yeah, she's shown uh, you know? some major shade there. She's just like, uh-huh. um, uh, well, I, you know, the, the young lady's like, I don't know how you work. And she goes, well, I can assure you, I can assure you we do not offer emergency ride services. Oh, I love her. I Although, mean, how do you not know? I, 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 yeah. How do you not know I'm that 911 is for emergencies? Mama yes. And go, Mama. Did you tell your daughter not to just dial 911 for dumb reasons? Yes. But what she, were gonna say? But she was in a cab at the time. Is that yeah. what she said? Yeah. Now, I don't know about you guys, but and I don't ride roller coasters, but whenever mm-hmm. I want to do something death-defying, yeah. I ride a New York City cab. <laughs> yeah. Like, those guys are crazy. Yeah. They Chicago's you, the same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they'll get you where you need to go. Right. Lickety split. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I... I just don't know. Like Dawn said, I want to meet her mama. I want, I mean, how do you not know? It's one of the fun. <laughs> I learned that when I was a kid because, like, Dawn, you were talking about that we uh, all the story. We all did. I accidentally called 911 as a kid one time, and Dar, girl, she was mad. Oh. I learned real quick that 911 isn't a toy to play with. I yeah. said this last hour, and if you just joined us, I used to do ride alongs with uh, some of my friends that are police officers in Springfield, where I'm from. And uh, the first call we went on ever in my first ride along was a kid who was about five, and he called and said he couldn't wake up his grandma. And we're like, uh oh, what's Uh-oh. this? Thinking she might need an ambulance, sure. right? So we go over there. Grandma opens the door, and she's like, Oh, yeah. And she, boy, did they yell at that kid. I mean, that poor little boy. He wanted some cookies. That was the yeah. whole story. He just wanted cookies and she wouldn't That's get That's an emergency to, and then, to that so kid. She, she went back and watched her program. She's watching Days of Our Lives or whatever. And, you know, he wanted some results. Well, you know, if the kid <laughs> wants a cookie, the kid wants a cookie. Oh, boy. Now, I, I fibbed a little bit. I also have another piece of audio yeah. um, that... Dawn will love seeing as though she's soon to become America's newest country music sensation. All right. I have a songwriting duo that you have to hear, and we'll hear that plus plus passing notes when we return. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Forrest Gump. What's my destiny, Mom? You're gonna have to figure that out for yourself. <laughs> Life is a box of chocolates, Forrest. You never know what you're going to get. That's right. And sometimes the chocolate's old and crappy. Mm. It's 717. Well, that was very the negative. Worst. Anyway, but sometimes you get a caramel. So there we go. There's positive. You yes. Know? Yeah. I, I, the, the flavor of uh, chocolate that I hate 
biting into is that fake fruit crap. The jelly, you know, the, Why the jelly. Why are they even in there? Fruit I things. haven't met. I, I'm sure there's someone listening that loves them. <laughs> but those are the nastiest earth things in that box. Now, when you got a box of chocolates in your family, did you poke the bottom to see what it was first before you ate it? Like pick with your fingernail a little bit and see if no, it's a I've, substance. You just took the risk. I just <laughs> would take a half a bite and then throw it away if I didn't like it. Oh my gosh, our mom would get so mad at us. We would get C's chocolates from California every year. And uh, my mom would be like, uh, who's been poking the bottom of these? Because we didn't want that crap. I love, I've never heard of that, that you would poke the bottom of the chocolate. Yeah, to see what's That's in there. That's brilliant, to see though. see what you're going to get and then go, I don't want that one. That is fantastic. <laughs> I love that mm. more than you know. Yeah. Gotta, well, later you know. could you could determine or pretty much have a pretty good guess based on the shape oh. of the candy. Yes. But the caramels <laughs> tend to have more of a rounded edge to them. Oh, thank you. Yes, they do, Rob. Rob. And then uh, chocolate you, tips. You could uh, well the the ones with the almond at the top. Those were pretty obvious. Yeah. Obvious. Right? Yes. Those were like a little baby almond joys. Well, and now they basically tell you, you know, they 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 have a they have a guide map on the roof of the box, (laughs) so Dawn doesn't have to quote poke the bottom. So it's like chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. It's like chocolate. Google Earth. Yeah, seriously, it is (laughs) chocolate. Google Earth. (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, I always joke that uh, Don McLean is America's uh, upcoming favorite country music star. <laughs> uh, well, she has a little competition, uh, not in the country music genre, but just new artists in general. Mm-hmm. I would like to introduce you to what may be the oldest songwriting duo ever. Okay. You're going to hear him in a second. Um, 102-year-old Alan Tripp always wanted to record an album. So we teamed up with an 88-year-old <laughs> jazz pianist Great at his retirement community in Pennsylvania. And hold on to your wigs and keys. This is no joke. They just released a big band album called The Senior Songbook. Wow. Take a listen to these two. <laughs> My name is Alan Tripp, and I'm a partner here with Marvin. We write music. That you would have loved if you were alive back in 1940 and you can still love today. Collectively, we have 190 years between us. I'm 88 years old. I consider myself really old. But when I am working with Alan, you make me feel so young. I'm 102 years old. I stopped getting older 10 years ago and I decided to get younger. If you feel young and if your point of view is young and your mind is working, then you're lucky. How great is that? Mm, That's awesome. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The 102-year-old guy sounds younger than the 88-year-old guy, That's isn't he? what I thought. Yes. Oh, oh man. it's so good. So if you want it, everybody, it's available. No joke. It's called The Senior Songbook. I love that. That's great. Yeah. 
B. Arthur plays the flute on that, by the way. She's a uh, part of that album, too. Yeah, senior songbook. Yeah, she oh. plays the flute. She lizzo's it up there. Yeah. 7.21, it's Friday around this time, and you know what we do. We do some passing notes. What do we know today, Don? Well, I know that this is, um, this was my frenemy. You know, her name was Kristen, but we called each other. She called me DB, and I called her Kiki. And so um, Holly Roberts has stepped in to play the role of Kiki. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Hey, that's Kiki's music, <laughs> signifying it's time once again for Dawn's frenemy Kristen, a.k.a. Kiki. Here's a quick refresher on some of Kiki's greatest hits. <laughs> Those brownies your mom made for Naked Boy were mm-mm good. Bend over that barrel and I'll show you mean roller coaster. I'm an Enid. Green light. Hi, sexy. Opus Popus. Party. Feed them damn fish. Hey there, Bill. I gotta go. Okay, now that we've reintroduced you to Kiki, let... Hold on a second. That Drake bed just is not fitting with the vibe of these notes from the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, who... Who was the Drake of the late 80s? Uh, now be sure. No. Keith Sweat? Maybe. Oh, I got it. Bobby Brown. Yeah. Bobby Brown was the Drake of the late 80s, yeah. early 90s. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Put that rony slow jam vibe right into my veins. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Take it away, Holly Roberts, as Kristen, a.k.a. Kiki. Dawn. Word. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> the note actually just said the word fart. But thanks for your dramatic interpretation, Alt. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. What do you think your punishment will be? If you're not banned, then what will they do? Okay, I'll set the table here for the Passing Notes reunion show in about 57 seconds. I woke Dawn up from her midday nap on Wednesday to ask what punishment Kiki is referring to here. And she told me it was a football cheerleading activity gone bad. It led to dismissals and an apology to an entire city. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. you might want to stay tuned for that. To quote another 80s icon, There's gonna be trouble. What do you think your punishment will be? If you're not banned, then what will they do? Uncool. I wonder what Nixa's gonna say. Nixa was the rival high school involved in the cheerleading incident? That sucks. Coach Gray yelled at the seniors about it. He says they should have told someone. But do you, like, have to tell your parents and stuff? What will yours say? Anything? Brian R. and Coach A are fighting. It's hilarious. He's so snobby sometimes. Nick Huckstep knows Dustin Jenkins. He says he's totally cool. Yeah. You know what? The rest of this note is just cute boy this, cute boy that. Oh, here's a new twist. Cute girl. Erica Van Slyke looks cute today. Oh, well. But we want to get to the big cheerleading incident, don't we? Sorry, Kiki. With a recap of the big Springfield Catholic versus Nixa football cheerleading incident of 1990-something, here's Don McClain. Oh, man! 
Okay, this is a, a good story. I'll, ha- I'll have to sum it up here. Um, I love that Rocco tossed to a live element <laughs> of passing okay. notes. Okay, so um, we uh, we played our rivals, Nixa High School. This is you know, I went to Springfield Catholic High School, and I was a varsity cheerleader. We all got together and made a big, you know those run-through signs that cheerleaders hold up for the football team to run through mm-hmm. when they enter the field? I you think, know, they're yeah. like 10 feet tall. It's just basically huge paper that you get. You paint on the front like... I don't know, scalp the Indians or whatever horrible phrase you have on the front, like, you know, beat the Eagles because they're the Knicks Eagles. That's fine. What the crowd sees on the front, on the back, we painted like 10 feet tall. F them up, boys. Oh, but we've spelled out the F like it was fully. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just to pump up our guys. Right. And I'm like, you know, I, I was on the shoulders of another girl holding up the top of it. And uh, unfortunately, one of the other players had walked down to our side and saw it. And all of a sudden, the whole team ran. The other team ran down and saw this before the game started, including the coaches. And so they were infuriated. We ended up losing the game. The coach blamed us for losing the game. It got in the paper, the Nixa paper, and we had to... Write an apology oh. to the community of Nixa, the cheerleader, and oh. we got kicked off the cheerleading squad. There was no varsity cheerleaders our senior year after that. Wow, that is intense. Well, I mean, I still have the note, or my mom does somewhere that our principal was a nun. Sister Renald wrote all of us, all the parents, what we did, and she typed out what it said. She wrote, "F them up, boys." Like oh. what was on there. And so my mom still has that note just because it's so funny to get something like that from a nun, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Because for all oh. of you, all of you youngins out there, Dawn is right. We're, we're contemporary. So I <laughs> horrible, culturally inappropriate things, yeah. especially with sports mascots and in, in local high schools oh, were yeah. rampant. It was in nowadays you you couldn't do it. I mean, it's just, it's not, it won't, and let's be clear, it wasn't appropriate back then, but it was culturally, it was society, it was in society, it was acceptable. Nowadays, so. Well, I mean, it, yeah, they weren't, nobody was supposed to see that, but our players. No. Uh, oh boy. No, but I'm talking about how you referenced, no, you know, sure, horrible, yeah. a horrible, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it yeah. was, that's, Dawn's not making that up no, to be I mean, shocking. It would be like Massacre the Indians on the front, yes. it would say. And then we'd put like little, uh, it's awful. crazy. <laughs> it was awful. I don't know what the front said because they're the Eagles. But anyway, uh, a little tidbit about Nixon, Missouri. It is revealed in the Jason Bourne movies that that is his town of origin. Ooh. Yeah, oh, and everyone oh, yeah. freaked out. Fun fact. In that home, t- we were like, "What?" Even though it's like, y'all know he's not, he's not real, but yeah, yeah sure. but it's exciting yeah. for a little. It is town. exciting, totally, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It is coming up on seven twenty nine. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we return, some more hot topics. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you. Uh, my mouth was on the floor about a TV show yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's wife, proves that she's bad earth, and mm-hmm. she's I think our favorite person today. Mm-hmm. I think she is. Uh, we'll talk about all of that, and then a little bit later. Would you rather stay with us? Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment, everything Liza Minnelli. 
I'm Jace with Dawn and Rob. Thanks for being here. Uh, getting another cup of coffee. It's one of those days, girl. One mm. of those days. Mm-hmm. It's been a long week. You've been it's doing been a long four week. jobs. Oh, no. Rob's been doing uh, 80. two. Uh, <laughs> long hours. i got to give him another shout out. Rob is really, my talkers, uh, Rob has really stepped in at the last minute and helped us out. Because again, our girl, our lovely, our sweetheart, our baby, Alexis had a baby a little early. (laughs) So we had a, we had a rather good plan in place for the middle of January, but we did not have a good plan in place for the middle of November. So (laughs) thank you, Rob. uh, Rob has been uh, truly a pro. So Rob, we appreciate it very much. Once again, happy to do it. And I, I read the tweets, I see the comments, and the my talkers uh, uh, adore you and appreciate it as well. So thank you very much. And as far as Alexis, once again, if you haven't been listening the last couple of days, I'll just uh, update you. I heard from her at the beginning of the week, the top of the week, and uh, she's doing well. The baby's doing well, and she appre- appreciates all your love. And right now, I know uh, we got a couple of emails. People are like, "Hey, can I send this? Can uh, she wants a gift?" No, all Lex <laughs> wants, all Lex wants is privacy. Uh, Lex is private on a normal day. Y'all can imagine how Lex is as a protective mama bear. So uh, just send her. Um, we, we feel the love. She feels the love and, and greatly appreciates it. Coming up on uh, 736. Okay. I'm going to do a double, triple burger ab fab here. Absolutely fabulous. I've mentioned it before, but I'm just, I have to, I have to hit this home. I have to hit this point home. Castle Rock on Hulu season two mm. is kick earth crazy good this year. Kick earth crazy good. Ooh. It is, for those of you who do not know, it is an anthology series in the Stephen King universe. Each season is independent upon itself. It melds together different aspects of the King universe, different characters from various books into one narrative. For example, this year, season two melds together Annie Wilkes from misery with Salem's lot. Yeah. Fascinating. One of the scariest books. There were times where I was like, I can't read this right now. Uh, Salem's lot. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine that this is so well done. Everybody. The story is is so, so interesting. The reason I'm bringing this up yet again is because even though the whole season is really a backstory on how Annie Wilkes got to be the Kathy Bates Annie Wilkes that we saw in Misery in the early 90s, this particular episode, the new episode, which I believe is episode five, is the strongest episode of the two seasons of this show by far because they stop the narrative. They stop the, 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 the plot of this season, kind of, and you go back to Annie's childhood. Now, normally, I am not a fan of these types of things, but you find out why Annie Wilkes is the way she is, what made her, her parents... Her upbringing, <laughs> what happens to her family, and why she is the way that it is, why she is the way she is, and the episode culminates, builds to a crescendo and a and a twist 
that had me so excited for next week. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Um, but you have to watch it on Hulu. Castle Rock. Dawn. Mm. I was really interested in the first season because I watched the first two seasons before I went to Moundsville Penitentiary where they filmed Shawshank yeah. uh, for Castle Rock, the first season. It's haunted. Uh, got a lot of great, great uh, EVPs there. And, and it was just a fantastic trip. And I got to see every place that they, I mean, they still had part of the set still intact there so um that was awesome and then i just never finished the rest of it and now i'm re-watching it because i thought i had limited time it's an anthology series so you can watch it uh both seasons independently you know they don't connect to the other i didn't know that i just knew i had a deadline of october 25th before the new season came out so i was trying to rush through it and now i'm like okay i can slow down because they, I don't need to watch the first season to no. get the second. So you're saying that people should just go straight through to the second. Season. Yeah, if they if they just want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, people are some people are calling. I wonder if they're watching it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you want to just watch this season, you don't have time to do two. Great point, Don. You can go right to season two and then watch season one later if you want to. I'm just telling you. Oh, this is so good. And it's led by Lizzie. The whole cast is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Tim Robbins is in it. But Lizzie Kaplan from Mean Girls plays Annie Wilkes. Mm-hmm. And she's so brilliant. Dare I say, you forget about Kathy Bates. Oh, wow. And that is no offense to Kathy Bates. No, but that's None fan- whatsoever. When you have such an iconic role and then you make it your own, that's, yes. that's a, a sign of a great actor. Yeah. I know. I know, Kathy. Uh, Why are we loving Chris Hemsworth's wife today, Dawn? Because she is, you know, uh, they don't speak a lot about their personal life. You know, uh, Liam has come out and talked about basically just like this has been difficult for me. Leave me alone uh, regarding his his surprise divorce from Miley Cyrus. Uh, You know, they had an on and off relationship for 10 years and then married. She basically on Instagram let him know that she was divorcing him. There wasn't any warning, and people were like, "What?" And then she dated Caitlin Carter immediately after, uh, and then now she's moved on to Cody Simpson, who's also an Australian. has has made it known that she's really into Australian guys, which I'm sure is like okay, knife in the heart. You can just substitute one for the other. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Miley, and when she starts acting like this, I'm like. Do you have anyone telling you, hey, act better? It seems like her parents support everything she does, and she doesn't have any guidance when it comes to, like, you might want to not be so bratty on social media. Every other day or every day, they're posting pictures of them. I'm talking about Cody Simpson, her new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of gross. Like, too much PDA. We don't. I know you're all, like, think you're super in love right now, but... What did he do to you that you would just move on like this? I mean, move on. Moving on is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I was going to say yes. We don't have any idea how long their relationship wasn't going well. So that's fine. But to put it all out there on Instagram all the time is for your new brand new ecstasy. I think it's tacky. Yeah, it is tacky. And so, um, you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth's wife, we don't really know her here but she is a big star in australia australia elsa pataki is her name and 
she had a launching of a lingerie line she was doing, and they asked about Liam and how he's doing. And she said, my brother-in-law, well, after a relationship that you've dedicated 10 years to, he's a little bit down, but he's coping well, he's a strong boy, and he deserves the best. I think he deserves much better. (laughs) (laughs) That last line, my talkers, that last line. Yep. I he mean, deserves much. He does. He, it just makes me think about what their Christmases were like. Like, did she ever like Miley? Did the family ever go, oh, well, we'll accept it because he seems to really love her. And here we are, you know, not really knowing the ins and outs of what it was really like. But that is just, even if he cheated on her, I don't know if he did or not. It seems like that's the only reason why she would want to be so vicious. Even if he did, like, even can you have some class? Give it some time because the perception is you got divorced quickly, and then within two days you were at Dairy Queen with another guy. You can do that, another girl, but just don't another another girl. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm just saying, but but do it in private. You don't need to. What's it do? What does it show that you're splashing across social media when you know your ex is going to be? looking at it and it's his family is i don't know it's just really i mm. i like miley a little better than you do but i still i went at her behavior i don't i'm i'm yeah i don't yeah. like it and like i said if she wants to move on that's fine none of our business but you're making it our business business by putting all of these posts out there and it's like kind of it's really cringy yeah it is cringy is a good word <laughs> It is 744. When we come back, everybody, would you rather after this? Time now for Alexis Out of Context. I can attest to that because when I lived in Japan, we lived next to, next to some scuba divers who used to always get octopus. <laughs> and they cut up the tentacles and they put it in Italian dressing, which was really delicious. Oh, my God. And so he... To scare me, he put it on my arm and it was sucking on my arm. And he told me just to bite it off and chew it, and I did, and it was delicious. <gasps> so that happened. This has been Alexis out of context. Yep. So oh, that boy. Yeah. Yeah. That happened, everybody. And just for good measure, let's do this. That is watching us from the distance. There we go. That's just for you. Oh, beautiful duet from On Hill and Alexis. That's a beautiful. It's available wherever records and uh, CDs are sold. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one Everything Entertainment. It is 7.50 on this uh, beautiful uh, Friday morning. Grab another cup of Joe because it's time for... It's time to make a choice. Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? Would you rather? Uh, by the way, uh, Would You Rather, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is proudly, proudly brought to you uh, by our... De- well, no, actually, we don't have a sponsor today, so yeah. it's brought to us by us. So <laughs> that's, that's who it's brought to you by. Okay, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. People sometimes ask Dawn via email, hey, where does Jason get his Would You Rather questions? Uh, one of the ways I get them is from uh, the game Pick Your Poison, which is available on Amazon. Now, usually I pre-pick out these questions. This time, I am going to ask whatever the card says at the top. I'm just going to pull the card and whatever it says, I have to say. 
This could be dangerous. You ready? Ready. We're flying okay. without a net. We are flying without a net. Whatever, I'm going to take the top card and whatever it says, that's what I'm going to read. Here we go. This could get dirty. <laughs> Would you rather have every text message you've ever sent or received posted publicly? Oh, God. Or be forced to relive the worst week of your life 53 times? Definitely reliving the, the worst week. Really? Because you know it's coming. And then you can, like, uh, do but, a happy death day, maybe, and try to change it. It might be kind of fun. Because you can be like, well, I'm not going to react to that this time because, eh. But 53 times, that's over a year. Eh. I, Rob, you don't know what I've sent through text I messages. I mean, honestly. Oh, dirty birdie. I Starting can't to get have that, that impression. Out. Dirty birdie, Don We can't, can we? Yeah, no, no Jason, um, you, oh, come on. Uh, worst week of my life. Are you kidding me? I'll relive that. <laughs> Rob, Rob! I would do the text messaging. <laughs> because when I text, I'm really crazy about punctuation and grammar and everything. Of course and, you are. Why does that not shock me? <laughs> oh, no. So I don't put anything out there that I wouldn't regret, I think. God, so, you're good. Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, that's what would I would you, do. Would you rather <clears throat> constantly have horrible stomach cramps Ooh. or repeat high school for the rest of your life? Oh, repeat. Oh, you mean you never go beyond it? No. Oh, I'll do the stomach cramps because I got pregnant in high school. To be pregnant again over and over. I said I'd never do it again. I I have to do cramps. I can't relive high school over no. and over again. Oh no, those horrible. Yeah, yeah, didn't no. Rob, I'm being the odd man out here today because I couldn't handle stomach cramps. There was a period when I was growing up where I was experiencing some of that. It was there were times I just wanted to die. Yeah, and high school was actually kind of fun. Okay, so yeah, of course would, it was. Mine was for a while. <laughs> Why does then? this not surprise me with Rob? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Would you rather only be able to eat food that you have personally personally hunted or gathered oh. or only be able to eat regurgitated food? <laughs> oh, I you know me. I want I want to be a survivalist. I'll hunt and gather. That sounds awesome. I get Kenny out there, we'll go shoot some deer. Uh, traffic kitty. Yeah. Kenny. What do uh, you think? Uh, I'm regurgitating. I can't oh. hunt. Oh. Yeah. Man. I would fish. I wouldn't hunt. Yeah. But I would gather also. Yeah. Gather so. and fish. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Final one. Would you rather walk through cobwebs every time you pass through a doorway? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or... Drink the liquid that forms at the bottom of a smelly garbage can. Ugh. Give me cobwebs. <laughs> Show ding, me ding, ding, cobwebs. Yeah, that's unanimous. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All and, right. Well, perfect way to end right there. <laughs> Those are good. I like just doing whatever it says. This has been Would You Rather. Oh, I'm getting a visual of that garbage can. Yeah, garbage juice.
Oh, oh, garbage. It sounds like a, oh. <laughs> it's my new band, juice. Garbage Juice. Garbage Juice, yeah. It sounds like a, a grunge band from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It does. Mm. Let's go. Cool. Have you seen Have you seen the new show by Garbage Juice? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, the 12th annual Santa Project is presented by Park Dentals. Coming up, bring a toy to the Chanhassen Dinner Theater or a gift during Lori and Julia on Tuesday, November 26th. And my talk will get them to the Ronald McDonald House. For more information, go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword Santa. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back following these messages. It's a beautiful day.